Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. cherish and honor the opportunity to come across your radios and cell phones wherever we may be broadcasting to you we're honored by that we're uh, it's just a pleasure it's just a pleasure we're covering the book of proverbs right now uh we're on proverbs chapter three and we've had these or i've had these grandiose ideas of covering a bunch of verses here in proverbs three and we're not doing that you know we're getting two or three a pop maybe four and so today we're just going to read like uh, four or five verses, four verses, and we'll see if we get through them. If we don't, we don't. It's okay. Man, is God doing a work as we look at these. We do a scenic view of these things. We go over them. We're not getting into them. We're not hopping into them uh, on a long-term type of thing. Stephanie Wesco, we're, we're not, you know, breaking them down, doing an exegetical study on them, though we certainly could pull out the Hebrew books and do all that. But I think God wants us just to help these folks with hurting hearts and with PTSD and with life just not being the way it should be, that we can have a quick 20 or 25-minute conversation followed by a great song. Wasn't that song good yesterday? I love that. So that's my favorite of the kids and Stephanie. On our next CD, we're going to put one of those together, I think, again, where uh, Stephanie does the lead or one of the kids does the lead and then the rest of them sing. I think we got to do a couple songs like that. That came out really well. Um, trust in the Lord. And so now we're looking at a couple things, but before we do that, we got to remember the Norton knuckleheaded moment segment, a very important segment, Stephanie. Um, so the mm-hmm. Norton knucklehead moment segment and Stephanie has one today. So Stephanie, help us with this. You might be a knucklehead if, Doug, you might be a knucklehead if you call someone who gave their life for the cause of Christ a fool. Yeah. 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 Not only might you be a knucklehead, but you're definitely a knucklehead and your picture is hanging on the hall of shame in the hallways of heaven. I promise you that that's, that's disgusting. That's like saying Jesus and Paul and, and all these people who, uh, gave their lives, um, and Christ, I know he, he gave his life, well, literally from his human body, but not figuratively and, and, uh, uh, well, figuratively too, but then he sat at the right hand of the father, but there's so many bad people out there, Stephanie, there are so many knuckleheads among us. There's so many idiots. And I know the guy you're talking about, and I know there's more than one, but I know the guy you're talking about, he's a useless human being. Uh, he's stealing <laughs> oxygen. I mean, this is a guy that hasn't done anything of any productivity any time in his life. He's a useless human being. He ruins lives. He's a narcissist. I'm not sure if the guy's saved, to be honest with you. And uh, that's all I'm saying. He is a knucklehead of the highest order. And you couldn't have picked a better knucklehead thing for it. You know, and you, you sit here and you open up the your computer and you see a great man has passed away or a great man has been through this. And then idiots like this just keep on chugging on. But I'm telling you, God's got that figured out in heaven, man. That's going to be all worked out. One day, 
that's all coming to a, a good place. So, um, so as we deal with these knuckleheads, as we deal with these idiots, don't let them bring you down, man. It's not worth it. And let me tell you something. I just want to say right now, the greatest missionary martyr of my generation was Charles Truman Wesco. And anybody who tells you any differently says he was a fool or he really wasn't a missionary or something like that is a total idiot who doesn't read the word of God, doesn't understand the word of God. And, um, that's all I'm telling you. It's probably somebody who got kicked out of Bible college, you know, uh, because <laughs> that's the guy we're talking about. And uh, yeah, yeah, you're so smart. You got kicked out of Bible college. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, I never got kicked out of college. Yeah. I got to graduate. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> yeah. And you're making me feel better. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's what it's all about. We're talking about a moron here, a knucklehead, a loser, a useless human being. Uh, anyway. So, and then we have this segment and see, you see how nicely I transitioned out of that. Uh, just calm, just relaxed. And, yeah. and, and so then we have this segment, this segment where we either talk about book food, we could talk about anything we want to talk about, you know, things that are right with God. And, and, uh, I, I'll tell you, I made, okay. So I made for my birthday, Debbie helping me, uh, I made cupcakes because I didn't want to blow out candles all over the cake. I just got over COVID, ah, la, 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 you know, all that junk. So, and I made a uh, cool whip with, with cream cheese frosting and I made a chocolate homemade chocolate. Those things were right with God. Don't be buying those box cupcakes. Don't, you know, get a recipe. You, and, and let me tell you something, the Hershey's cocoa powder chocolate cake recipe will change your life. Their chocolate frost. I mean, I could spend my entire life eating that 67 times a day. I could be mm-hmm. fat enough where I'd have, I'd be one of those guys. I could sell stuff and say, I know I'm fat, but let me tell you how to get healthy. And uh, <laughs> I could do that. But folks, if you're going to make a cake, if you're going to make a cupcake, go homemade, go homemade, follow the recipe. It'll be all right. And uh, Stephanie steps out. She made those pumpkin things. And I think she's bringing like 700 of them down to Penza. I hope we got You want me to? Well, I think we got to at least have a beater down there. So do you have a portable beater, a little beat up old beater you can bring? I don't have a beat up one. I have my, my one that I got for a wedding gift. that's still going strong, but I could bring that one. We just can't let you forget it. We got to put a sticky on your mirror, not to leave it in the house. Cause we got to cook mm-hmm. while we're down there. We got to do some cooking, man. It's got to happen. You know, my breakfast looks exactly the same every day. Can't. How I'll go, I'll go overboard. I'll go crazy. I'll lose it, man. And oh. we'll be buying appliances just to keep you happy. I know. So <laughs> let's get that out of the way right now. So <laughs> folks, I'm, I am a cooking dude. Just so you know what's going on. I had home economics every year of high school. I've taken cooking classes. I still can't cook to save my life, but let me say this. Oh, brother. Oh, brother. I cook better than nine out of 10 restaurants you go to. I promise you that. (laughs) Maybe 99. You know, it's a shame to go to a restaurant these days. I mean, a steak is $35. Thank you, Joe Biden. Just want to send my love out to you, you knucklehead. And, uh, As we move now on. tell us how you really and feel. And that secretary good. of transportation who came from South Bend, what an idiot he is. There's 70 yeah. times the amount of boats waiting to go in the harbor than at the end of World War II. And they can't get in because of new regulations because they might bring COVID with them, yet they're letting thousands cross the line from Mexico yeah. into our country. Yeah. yeah. So we got to test these sailors to make sure they don't have COVID, but we can let in 100,000 potential voters this week. Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah, what a bunch of knuckleheads. I'm glad we get to study God and we don't have to deal with these idiots. But anyway, here we are. We're on Proverbs yeah. chapter 3. And, I'm there with- uh, and hey, folks, you know, we just say it the way it is. This is our podcast and uh, and by our, yours as well. So we get to say the truth around here. We usually don't get into politics. We're really not now. We're just saying Biden's an idiot. That's all we're saying. <laughs> all right. So... Stephanie seems to be having a good day with this. Yeah. I don't think, I, the, I don't think he's alive. I think they drag him from place to place and he's a puppet or something. I don't know. And you can't be, that's an ugly dude right there, Stephanie. I'm just coming out front and telling you right now, man. He's, yeah. He used to be completely bald. And what they did is they took a piece of hair off the back of his neck and put it on his forehead. So it would, no, yeah. So it would cover up the mark of the beast. Yeah. So I <laughs> oh, but that is a wow. true story. They did take hair. And, and, That's and, freaky. Yeah. Why am I talking about this? We got God's word to cover. I don't, I know. don't know. I think because of the price of food. Yeah. And that, that is maddening. Trust me when you're feeding eight kids uh-huh. and I'm more than happy to feed eight kids. And, and but, Emmy's got to have an apple every night. Or and no. it costs 70 yeah. bucks to get a tank of gas in my van. What is that all about? Yeah. I, I'm there. I, I understand why you're upset. Yeah. And Big Red, you know, Big Red sips gas. She's not real bad on gas, but it's about 80 bucks to fill that bad boy up. And yeah. Yeah. I was talking to Big Red this morning and telling her I had to slow down a little bit. Save some gas. But anyway, here we are. Big Red is my pickup truck, my crew cab, full-size Chevrolet Silverado pickup truck. But here we are. We're in Proverbs chapter 3, and uh, we made it through uh, verse number 7. So we're going to start with verse number 8 today. It said, It shall be health to the navel and marrow to thy bones. Honor the Lord with thy substance. Oh, man, my eyes are going blurry. I love this COVID thing. Would you read those few verses from my, uh, sure. why don't you read to 11, eight to 11. All right. Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of all thine increase. So shall thy barns be filled with plenty and thy presses shall burst out with new wine. My son, despise not the chastening of the Lord, neither be weary of his correction for whom the Lord loveth. He correcteth even as a father, the son in whom he delighteth. Happy is the man that findeth wisdom and the man that getteth understanding. Wow. That's some pretty good stuff right there. Now, what verse did you read through? 13. Oh, praise God. All right, here we go here. And you know what I was thinking, Stephanie, as we were going through that? Right away, talking about it shall be health to thy navel and marrow to thy bones. What's, what is God talking about there? What's that all about? Well, I think, you know, there, it, this, when God talks about wisdom, it doesn't just affect us. Obviously, we know it can affect us spiritually, mentally, emotionally. But God is very clearly black and white saying, if you follow my laws and my precepts, it's going to affect you physically as well. Yeah. And there's, there's going to be physical ramifications. And I'm not saying every time you have a health issue, it means that you're not you're not walking with God. That's what Job's friends did. Um, but there are clear cases, um, as in the case of one knucklehead, I know, um, he's, he's beyond knucklehead at this point, but anyway, where he, his health issues go through the roof and we sit, you know, we can sit back and go, dude, take a clue. Yeah. 
you're, you're living a life of sin and then, you know, you're blaming your health issues on everybody and his brother instead of looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, these are from, this is from decisions I've made that were foolish and stupid. And so coming to, coming to terms with the fact that following God's wisdom and principles in his word will not just affect you spiritually, emotionally, mentally, they will affect you physically as well. Yeah. And, 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 you know, using that term, this is one term and I apologize about my eyes blurring a little bit. They do that once in a while since I've had the co, but they haven't done it in a while. I just got to put some drops in. They'll be fine. But it says it shall be health to thy navel. So using that term navel, it's the center of your body. It's the umbilical cord that your mother feeds you with. And so, and it can be health to your whole body. And speaking of health too, it speaks to the whole concept. You know how you feel really good when you're serving God? And Mm -hmm. you're just, even if your health's not great, you still, I'm okay. I'm serving God. It's health to my whole body. No matter what the uh, trial is God has for me, marrow to the bones. Marrow is that good, healthy marrow. And then in verse 9, Stephanie, it says, Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of thine increase. So right away it comes in with what you got. And, And don't, you know, in my backyard I have two pear trees. And I mean, these are fruit-filled trees, and I don't want the pears. My neighbors take them, and uh, the people who lived here at one point were from Vietnam, and and there's a lot of Asian people who live in my neighborhood, and they're big, huge fruit growers. We had a peach tree, a plum tree, a couple cherry trees. One of the cherry trees died, so now neither one will, the other one won't produce fruit. But we love producing fruit, and we love our neighbors liking to eat them. But this is what I found out, Stephanie. You know, I can go out there when they're filled, like in September, Mm-hmm. I can go out there and there'll be good looking pears on the ground and I can mm-hmm. take them in the house, wash them and eat them. They're fine. But when it comes to God, I want to go up to the top of the tree where there's no bruises. There's no brown spots where the fruit looks awesome and use my clopper and clop off a branch and get about 20 of the best looking pears you've ever seen in your life. I want to give that first fruit, that fruit that I want first, the fruit that I would pick out at the fruit store. That's what I want to give God. I want to give him the first fruit. I want to give him the best. And I think that's what the Bible's telling us there is give God the best. There's a lesson here. You want to, you know, you got to trust in God. You got to sell out to God. You got to, uh, you got to give me a whole heart. You got to, you know, in all ways acknowledge what he's doing for you. And, and you acknowledge God when you give him the first fruits, mm-hmm. when you give him the best. And I, I think Stephanie, we need to give them the best. Well, there's the whole principle of, um, that we don't belong to ourselves. That's pointed out in the new Testament. We were bought with a price. Yeah. If you remember that throughout your day, it will affect, you know, we, we don't, we don't do drugs just because it's against the law. We don't do drugs because it would harm our bodies and we don't belong to ourselves. We belong to him who paid for us when he died on the cross, took the penalty for our sin. And, you know, little things like that. We don't, we don't do things to purposely harm our bodies because yeah. of principles like this. It's that's not God's wisdom. If, if you're having those temptations and, you know, sometimes, um, we, we do go, especially if you've been through trauma, the pain, the pain that you feel does affect your body. It sends you into pain. And it, when, when we're weak physically and in pain, physically or emotionally, 
Satan uses those weak moments to, to shoot temptation of, well, if you just go get stone drunk, yeah. you'll feel. No, yeah. you won't. No, you won't. And Satan throws those, those awful temptations at us because his goal is not just to destroy us spiritually. His goal is to d- destroy us physically so that we cannot glorify God and fulfill the purpose he has for our lives. And so being tuned into God's wisdom um, as Proverbs, you know, centers around this fact, but we see it in, in so many places in the New Testament as well. Being tuned into God's wisdom is because our purpose for existing, for being created, is to honor and glorify God. And if we are harming ourselves physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, we can't fulfill our purpose. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and I think it's it's... It, very good for you to point out the devil's a liar. He's a deceiver. He's a cheater. He's going to get us to believe anything that's offset, that takes us out of balance, that brings us to a bad place. And it's always good to remind us, folks, listen, the devil's a liar. If something doesn't feel right, if something's not matching with the word of God, it's Satan. It's not God. God doesn't deal in the darkness. God is light. He's only light. God is good. He's only good. God is only good. That John Hamilton song. Uh, I, I think that Jonathan Hamilton, I think over and over again, we see that principle. And look at this principle here in verse number 10, Stephanie. So shall thy barns be filled with plenty and thy presses shall burst out with new wine. And you know, those first drippings, that, that wonderful grape juice that first comes out. I'm talking about stuff that that's what they're talking about here is when it, when it first comes out, how it's so delicious, how it hasn't sat around and got old or fermented or anything that it's just deliciousness. And then, uh, and I think, you know, God alone can do this impressive providing beyond anything we can imagine, providing our barns are filled, our our presses are so full that the, the juice is coming out the side, our, our grape presses and all those. That's God. That's what he does. God is in that business. He can do that for us. He does do that for us. I can't tell you how much our press has been filled as a family and the things God has done for Debbie and I throughout our lives. And we're able to live and do things that we would have never imagined. We would have never thought about for whom the Lord loveth. He correcteth. It tells no, it says my son, I'm sorry, despise not the chasing of the Lord, neither be weary of his correction. And it's telling us, don't get wound up when you, when the Lord corrects you, don't get wound up. Um, it's helpful. It's what you need. It's, uh, it's what, for whom the Lord, he loves who he corrects. He, he wants us to do better. I'm glad he's taken the time to do that. And, and, and I think over and over again, so we're going back to this idea of trusting in God, growing in God, uh, acknowledging him, uh, knowing his ways, being wise and giving him the first fruits and, and, uh, just seeing how he keeps our barns filled, how he keeps our presses filled and, and, and sometimes he chastens us, and sometimes uh, we can be weary, but we shouldn't be weary. We should take the chastening and grow from it. I mean, uh, I think, Stephanie, we've been there. We've been chastened, and uh, there's a big lesson in how we take that. Yeah. No, it's – there's so many principles that are practical here um, that just, you know, we see throughout history. Yeah. And, you know – I think we, we tend, and I do believe, you know, if you look at even in our country, different businessmen like J.C. Penney that we don't even hear about anymore, but they were Christians 
who put God first in their lives. And um, there's the Caterpillar Company, um, and his name just completely skipped my mind. Um, But the guy that's, is it Letourneau, that was was, um, a part of creating that whole company that, lived on 10% and gave 90% to God. And that was JC Penny. That was Jimmy Cash Penny. Same. There was a lot of, a lot of men that became strong businessmen, but they didn't become blessed strong businessmen because their world was about themselves. Right. They blessed God first. And so this principle, God, God has used different men through history as examples of this. You even think of Solomon, you know, he had all this gold, all of this stuff, and he built, God used him to build the temple, the first temple there in Jerusalem. And so over and over, we're given examples of men who God, God gives them wealth and gives them the challenge to steward it wisely and has given us examples of this happening. But this also happens in light of eternity. Yeah. Yeah. And we're gonna, we, yeah. Yeah. Are our barns in heaven going to be bursting and filled with treasures that we laid up there? So this, I really think, applies to now and in light of eternity um, of honoring God first, period, above all else. Yeah, yeah, no, and I think that's a great way to close this. And getting through uh, verse 11 today, I think, was a great thing. And I'm going to do a song that uh, Stephanie and I wrote and uh, serve worthy Christian soldiers. I sent Stephanie pages of this song, and uh, she had to break it down. But what a song it is, and her music's beautiful, and her editing's great. And so listen to this song performed by Stephanie Wesco and family. Serve worthy Christian soldiers. If we can do anything for you, make sure you contact us on Help the Wounded Spirits Facebook page, We'll make sure we get a hold of you. Listen to every word Brother Eric's got to say in our production here in a minute. He's got a lot of good information on how you can know for sure that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. Here's this song, Serve Worthy, Christian Soldier. A soldier serves his country He prepares with great focus to defeat the enemy. He moves mountains, walks through valleys to fulfill his duty's call. His standard firmly planted, a soldier cannot fall. One's country is his castle, his pride and his home. He serves with obligation to ensure she's left alone. Duty his watchword and freedom his prize. A soldier never runs, a soldier never hides. A Christian soldier serves his Lord with all of his might. He hides within his heart Bible truths for the fight. Christian soldiers, be ready for the fall. 
Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.